Right, welcome, John Morris Show on a Tuesday. Glad you're with us. Sun is shining here in Central Texas. John Morris sheltered in at home here in Hewitt. Q in the studio making things work for us. And uh, Clay Johnston on the show yesterday. Great to visit with him. Uh, he just finished a workout out in Abilene. But great to visit with him as he is uh, one of the four draftees from Baylor. One of 14 players uh, overall counting free agents that are headed into NFL camps. We'll have another one of those guys join us today. Uh, Ross Matizik, the uh, deep snapper extraordinaire for the Bears, will join us. And uh, he has, was signed as a free agent by the Jacksonville Jaguars. So uh, look forward to visiting with Ross coming up in just a bit. And Q will ask him if he's, uh, if he's going as a deep snapper or, in his mind, is he going as a linebacker? Because always in his mind, he's, he's got a linebacker mentality and he would, he would do both if he had the opportunity. He'd play some linebacker and then he'd step down and, and deep snap the ball if he had the opportunity. I mean, that's the way to be versatile, right? Yes. <laughs> that's, yes. The, that's the way you make it in the league is be versatile. So maybe if he brings that to the table and he can, he could do some of that and practice for him and maybe help out with the scout team as well, that might be a, a way for him to carve out a spot. You know, if you've got versatility, it's got to help. You know, it's got to help you make a roster. And he can sure do that. So we'll visit with Ross coming up in just a bit. We look forward to that and uh, looking, yeah, looking forward to hearing his story of, uh, you know, the contact with the Jaguars and how he ended up there. Baylor's got a pretty good tradition of deep snappers in the NFL. Uh, Jonathan Weeks is still going strong with the Houston Texans. He's been there a while. Going back, uh, Justin Snow was a deep snapper for the Indianapolis Colts for I think 13 or 14 years, and uh, you know, you know, you talk about a nice NFL career in a specialized position. That was it. But man, he he did it really, really well. And then uh, a couple of others uh, more recently uh, have had opportunities as deep snappers for the Bears and and made the most of it and done really well with that. Yeah. No. Again, that's a that's a position that you kind of really don't. Uh, not understand, but you don't think about when you're just watching a, a typical game. But I'll tell you, man, when you don't have your long snapper in there, your traditional guy, that's a, if you don't have a really good one, things could go so bad. <laughs> so bad. I Man, right. I'll tell you, I remember one game uh, watching – uh, you know, obviously big Raider fan and, uh, Shane Leckler is a really good punter and he went to Texas A&M, but man, the, the long snapper, and I forget who he was, he went out of the game because he got injured. And so they had to bring another guy in an emergency. And John, that was the worst snapping I've ever seen. Really? The ball was going over his head. It was bouncing to him. I mean, you don't really realize how important the long snapper is until you realize how important the long snapper is. And yeah. that I, I learned real quick, fast and in a hurry, how important a good long snapper really, really is. Wow, how about that? <laughs> That's pretty dramatic there. Jimmy Landis was the other one that I was thinking yep. of uh, recently, and he was with the Lions and and did really well. So uh, Ross Matisic, uh latest in that line of deep snappers coming from Baylor, and fun that he's going to get a chance in the NFL. All right, Q, uh, MJ and I sat down and uh, watched – uh, part three of the last dance last night. We didn't watch both three and four, but we watched part three. So I'm almost caught up, and uh, this one was really good. Like you said, sort of focused on Dennis Rodman and his uh, uh, quirkiness and, and going back to the Pistons and then joining the Bulls. Uh, that one was really good last night. 
It really, really was. And I'm, I'm telling you, I don't know how you didn't uh, go ahead and watch both uh, episodes three and four. <laughs> I couldn't stop. You know, I was hoping for five and six to just keep on rolling. Like maybe they made a mistake and let the let it keep going because it was so interesting. And again, knowing the stories, knowing that I watched it as it all unfolded and happened. I mean, that's that's one thing. But then when you go back and see some of the fine details, you're like, man, I either I forgot about that or just didn't realize it. So it's really, really it's really well put together. They've done a great job with this documentary. I love this thing. Oh, it is so well put together. It really is. So, uh, so we enjoyed that one last night. And, and I was asking MJ as we were watching it together. He, he, so he's 23. Okay. And I said, you, <laughs> how convenient. You, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, MJ, 23. Right. That's right. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's 23 years old is what I meant. Um, but I said, do you remember any of this? Do you remember Rodman? He said, no, not really. <laughs> so it's funny because, I mean, you and I, we, we, uh, lived their careers, you right. know, and watched them when they were at the peak of their careers, but he's in a different group, uh, age group that, you know, just now, I mean, they're just learning about these guys right. as they're watching this documentary. Right. I mean, and, and that's that's something. It's funny because we've been talking to Stephen during the the midday show, unnecessary roughness. Been talking to him about it, and and you know, he caught the end of of Jordan's career basically, really, with the Wizards. And you know, he's seen a lot of videos and highlights and stuff like that, but it's not really quite the same and so when you see this documentary I think it's kind of opened his eyes a little bit to what was going on and and really just the uh, physicality of the game I mean just think about that how physical the game was uh, when Jordan and and Rodman and Pippen were playing and the Pistons were playing I mean it's a totally different ball game now and like I told everyone yesterday not saying it's a different or it's a it's a bad ball game now it's just totally different all right that's true and especially that one uh, that we watched last night uh, uh, episode three when he was talking about the bad boys of of the Detroit Pistons. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I mean, that was their goal was just to intimidate through physicality. And, and that's the way they played all those guys, Lambeer and Mahorn and Sally and all those guys. Yeah. Which ne- is so physical. Needless to say, there would be a lot of flagrant twos, uh, in the, <laughs> in the yeah. NBA ne- uh, if it was played like it was then. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh man. And then Rodman added to that group and, uh, some shots of Vinny, uh, in there with yep. that Pistons team. That was fun to see. Uh, with them, and then Joe Dumars, who's from he's from Louisiana, or he played in Louisiana, mm-hmm. didn't he? I believe so. I believe yeah. so. Yeah, but it was cool to see Vinny out there. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vinny, part of that uh, Pistons teams. All right, uh, let's take a break. Back with more in just a moment. Uh, I can now tell you, which I couldn't yesterday, uh, the surprise that we had for Young Truett Beard yesterday on his birthday. So I'll tell you about that when we come back. And, and it worked out really, really well. It was a fun afternoon. Uh, as my wife said, as we were finishing and driving home, she said, it was nice to have something to do. <laughs> and we did that yesterday for Truett's birthday. So we've got that and more coming up. We're going to visit with Ross Mattisick coming up in a bit, a free agent signee of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So we've got all that uh, and more straight ahead. John Morris Show off and running on this Tuesday morning. Hey, we're glad you're with us. We're brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Also brought to you by DMRA Fine Jewelers at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at the Nitsche Group.com. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly to mostly cloudy today with a 20% chance of a passing shower or thunderstorm. Highs top out at 87 degrees. It'll be mostly cloudy tonight with a 70% chance of showers and thunderstorms moving in very late and overnight. And some of these thunderstorms may be strong to severe with damaging winds. We'll see low temperatures drop to 65. And on Wednesday, the front is already through, so skies becoming mostly sunny. Looks really nice in the afternoon with a high of 81. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5, 6, and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. At Baylor University, students find their place to shine. They're faithful friends and inspirational leaders. They're championship teammates and independent thinkers. They're on the cutting edge of high tech and in the halls of history. If you want to make the world a brighter place, you can. And if you want to shine in your own way, you can. The spark you need is already inside you. Bring it to Baylor, where lights shine bright. Now more than ever, we all need a strong immune system. A healthy diet, along with the right supplements, helps support your immune system, specifically a multivitamin and vitamin D. Dallas's own Cooper Clinic recommends vitamins to improve the quality and quantity of their patients' lives. Use coupon code IMMUNE20 on coopercomplete.com to get 20% off any purchase of $60 or more, plus free shipping. That's IMMUNE20 to coopercomplete.com for 20% off and free shipping when you spend $60 or more. Make Cooper part of your daily regimen and support that immune system. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Now, back to today's JMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Tuesday morning. Brought to you in part by the Pioneer Boys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Hey, it's great to be able to uh, let you know about all the things they have going on there. They are located in uh, locations in Waco and Bryan, in Waco, 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane. Also in Bryan, they're open Monday through Friday, 730 to 5, Saturday, 8 to noon, and 24-7 on the web at Pioneer Boys. Com. Now, these are the Embrys, a uh, family-operated business serving Central Texas since 1943. goes back four generations, or four generations have uh, uh, run the uh, Pioneer Steel and Pipe. That's very rare in today's business environment. But what that does, it gives you great uh, continuity, obviously, and uh, you're going to go, when you go there or call there, you're going to talk to somebody that knows what they're doing and someone you probably know and someone you have dealt with uh, in the past as well. They offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers, angle iron and structural pipe, and they carry all sizes of pipe from one-half inch to 24 inches for all your fencing needs. Basically, your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe on the web at pioneerboys.com. 
Back with us, John Morris and Q on this Tuesday morning. Uh, we had a birthday party, uh, socially distanced birthday. Uh, I'm not going to even say party. I'm going to say uh, celebration yesterday for young <laughs> Truett Beard. Uh, turned four years old yesterday. And uh, the way what we did, Q, was uh, uh, that his mom and dad, Ty and Megan, they set up a parade for Truett yesterday. And he didn't know it. I mean, he didn't know it was coming. And, again, I wasn't going to spoil it by talking about it on the <laughs> air before it actually took place. But we went up to uh, the parking lot at First Woodway Church, and they told him they were just going up there to play, and they were just playing. And he got a new bike uh, for his birthday, so he was riding the bike in the parking lot. And we, up around the corner, lined up uh, uh, cars with uh, f- uh, his friends and their families and our family. And uh, and then when we started the parade about four, uh, a Woodway police officer was there. Ty had set that up, and he led the parade with uh, his lights going and sirens going and talking over the loudspeaker, you know, happy birthday, Truett. So, uh, and everybody had uh, streamers and balloons and had painted on their cars and signs, you know, they held out the windows and everything and just drove by. And it was a really cool deal. I mean, I've seen video of some of these, but hadn't been a part of one till yesterday. But it turned out really, really well. And I think Truett really enjoyed it. No, that sounds really cool. That was pretty creative. Uh, you guys did a good job with that. And uh, especially going all out and, and uh, having the officers with the, with the, uh, right. you know, going with the siren and talking over the loudspeaker i mean that's that's the that's the real deal right there that's all of it you know so that's that's pretty creative i like that so obviously not your normal uh birthday party you know that you would have for a four-year-old but they've told him hey when we can we'll do a party for you so he knows he knows he'll do that at some point but we were all saying afterward um uh and pokio's was there pokio's truck was there oh wow good business yeah so Really cool uh, day all the way around. And we were saying that, you know, it's different and, you know, you kind of think it's unfortunate that you can't have a party, you know, a birthday party and gather his friends for a four-year-old. But this is one he'll probably remember maybe even more than any other party he has. Well, yeah, because it's so different. You know, it's right, so, it's so right, different. Right. And, and I think all of us are going to remember uh, this year, uh, 2020, just, uh, you know, <laughs> just realizing everything that, that's gone on this year. But, yeah, for a four-year-old who would probably normally have a birthday party to realize that this is something totally different but still had a fun celebration, yeah, that's definitely going to stick out. Yeah, I think so, too. So really fun and uh, fun to uh, see all the folks that, that came yesterday. Thanks to everybody that did that. And and they were, I mean, I think it became kind of projects for those families and their kids because to see the signs that they made and things mm-hmm. like that and kind of banners outside their, uh, their car, outside their windows, uh, they had put some work into that. So very much appreciated and a lot of fun and true it. I know loved it. So he's probably waking up today saying, When's my parade today? <laughs> Every day is a parade. Every day yeah, is a celebration. Exactly. <laughs> so that was a cool event uh, that happened yesterday and uh, a great birthday celebration for Truett. A couple of things I want to mention here. Also, um, a letter from President Livingstone yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. And the gist of that, and this is to uh, faculty, staff, students, uh, and alumni, and uh, basically the gist of it is uh, they intend, Baylor intends to, as she says, safely resume in-person teaching, learning, and residential life for the fall 2020 
Baxter. So that's uh, that plan is in place right now, nice. and she says these plans, of course, highly dependent on the continued decline in the number of COVID-19 cases within the greater Waco area, as well as guidance from federal, state, and local government and public health officials. But right now, uh, plans moving forward to have uh, students back on campus and in-person uh, classes uh, again to campus. And uh, she also said uh, uh, phase one of a five-phase strategic reopening of campus for faculty and staff, and uh, phase one is about to begin. That would be uh, folks coming back to campus and working, um, again, aligned with government and public health guidance and one that focuses on the health and well-being of the entire campus community. Uh, the anticipated target date to initiate this phase process is not now. It's June 1st. So shooting for June 1st to begin initially with faculty and staff involved with critical infrastructure and research support. So that would be the first group, uh, whoever would fall into that category, uh, you know, if things continue on the same path that they are now, uh, to get them back on campus on June 1st. The remainder of the return to campus process will continue gradually over the summer as they phase in critical administration and business operations support services and operations, and ending with the return of faculty and students near the beginning of the fall semester. So uh, that's the plan, according to President uh, Livingstone, that uh, was announced yesterday. And, again, it's good to have a plan in place, but also know that it's dependent on, you know, continued uh, success in the battle against uh, uh, COVID-19. So that's the plan and the release from President Livingstone yesterday. Well, it just really sounds good to have a a plan in place, and you can kind of see a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Now, of course, there's still some things that have to go on, and and everything's got to, you know, all the I's got to be dotted and all the T's have to be crossed. But at least you can kind of see that there is a plan in place, and I think everyone's starting to feel a lot better about that. Yeah, for sure. So this comes, uh, you know, on the same day that there was the announcement uh, from um, uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott yesterday, uh, businesses uh, opening on a limited scale May 1st, Friday, uh, all retail stores, restaurants, malls, movie theaters, museums and libraries uh, will be open or will be available to open with 25 percent occupancy beginning on Friday. Uh, social distancing needs to remain within the businesses. So on a limited basis, some of those uh, businesses uh, uh, able to reopen beginning this week uh, on Friday, May 1st. No, that's exciting. I mean, it really is. When uh, we heard that news, we were on the air uh, yesterday when we heard that. And uh, that's just, a, again, a good sign. And it, it lets you know that, that there is light at the end of the tunnel and that we are starting to turn a corner. And, you know, gradually things will start to open up. And, you know, restaurants being able to open back up, that's going to be great for some local businesses. And even though, like you said, it was only 25% uh, occupancy, at least there's something. You know, at least there's something there. So right. I, think, I think it's positive. Yep, good news. Continue, uh, you know, doing what we're doing and moving forward, and and those are really good signs. All right, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back on the other side, uh, we'll catch up with Ross Matizik, a deep snapper extraordinaire for the Bears, linebacker as well. He signed a free agent contract with Jacksonville. Talk to him about that when we come back. Hey, we're glad you're with us on this Tuesday morning. John Morris and Q here on ESPN Central Texas. 
everybody. This is John Morris inviting you to join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show. It comes up this Wednesday right here on ESPN Central Texas. Not from Rudy's, but here on the radio. And you'll hear from head basketball coach Scott Drew and men's tennis coach Brian Boland. That's this Wednesday, 6 to 7 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show right here on ESPN Central Texas. At Baylor University, students find their place to shine. They're faithful friends and inspirational leaders. They're championship teammates and independent thinkers. They're on the cutting edge of high tech and in the halls of history. If you want to make the world a brighter place, you can. And if you want to shine in your own way, you can. The spark you need is already inside you. Bring it to Baylor, where lights shine bright. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Need a change of scenery? Spend a few nights at the historic Stagecoach Inn. This hotel with its heritage trees and lush outdoor spaces is the perfect place to get lost for a few days and escape the hustle and bustle of city life. Lounge in your guest room with boutique-style amenities and enjoy a chef-driven menu from the restaurant delivered to your room. The beautiful Texas landscape awaits you at the historic Stagecoach Inn in Salado. Reserve your room today at StagecoachSalado.com. My house has a new is here and so is home improvement season it's time to get those windows replaced call universal windows direct of central texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member universal's exclusive unishield windows are spaced with aerospace technology called super spacer and they have a life expectancy five times that of other systems and they offer zero percent financing for 60 months that's zero percent financing for 60 months Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google reviews. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Clark Roofing, the one to call for home or business roofing jobs. Check them out at ClarkRoofingTX.com. Former Baylor nose tackle and now Carolina Panther Bravion Roy joined the Matt Mosley Show on Monday to talk about the whole draft process and what it's like to have the opportunity to play for his former head coach Matt Rule. Man, it's the best. It's just knowing those guys and knowing their background, it's knowing what they're about and what they want to achieve. We all have the same common goals. On the other hand, they're my guys. Like I build a relationship with them like no other. And definitely Coach Rule, Frank, Survivo, Coach Snow, and all those guys. They're just my guys. They all called me one by one, just congratulate me. It's just a blessing, man. It's going to be fun. Make sure to tune in to Unnecessary Roughness with Ward Weiss and me at 1230 as we talk all things Cowboys with Patrick Walker from CBS Sports. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
This is the John Morris Show, proudly presented by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Matizik, the snapper. Wetzel, the holder. The kick is away by Mayers. The kick is good! He hits it from 52 yards out. John Mayers from 52, and the game is tied at 9 with 36 seconds remaining. Now, back to today's GMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. I like that courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. One of the highlights from last season and that play, a field goal by John Mayers, began with a successful snap from Ross Matisic. And he joins us now. Ross has uh, uh, exhausted his eligibility at Baylor. Wish we could have him back for another year. But he is moving on, and he signed a free agent contract with Jacksonville. And, Ross, good morning to you. How you doing today? Good morning. I'm doing well. It's, uh, it's always good to hear your voice again. I appreciate it. Thanks. It's good to hear your voice as well. Uh, where where are you? Uh, are you in McKinney up there, or where yeah. are you right now? I'm uh, I'm back home in McKinney right now with my okay. family, kind of hanging out and working out. Gotcha. Well, there's a lot of hanging out going on in there, which is a kind, of, kind of an odd time. Absolutely. Yeah, what are you doing to stay busy? Uh, honestly, just kind of playing video games, working out, and fishing. I have both my brothers home, um, one that's at TCU and one that lives in Dallas. So we're all kind of at home like we were growing up again, just messing around with each other, so. That's pretty cool. So it was some yeah. uh, some family time, yeah. Some yeah, unexpected family there. time. Well, well, tell us about uh, the weekend uh, and uh, and getting a call from Jacksonville. How did all that transpire? Oh, it was awesome. They uh, they were one of the first teams to reach out to, uh, to me during the whole process, and then we thought that was that was one of the top teams on my list. And when it came down to it, we thought it was the the best opportunity for me to go in there and compete and and hopefully win a job. So. Uh, and it all kind of worked out, and all my family was there. And just, it was just a good day on Saturday. That's good cool. Day. Had you uh, had you kind of studied it and and looked and found some teams like Jacksonville that maybe needed a deep snapper? Yeah, we had, we had narrowed down to about three or four teams um, that we had hope had called because those were our best fitting teams, and uh, just that Jacksonville on that list. And whenever they called it. And offered me a spot in the team to come into camp. It was just, just the right time, right fit, and right place. So we decided to go there. Great. And what was the situation there? Had they had somebody that that left, or uh, how was it that you identified them? You know, as being one of those targets. So they had a, a rookie loss last year, okay. and um, he bounced around from Baltimore and found a home in Jacksonville last year. And we just thought that that was one of the positions that you know kind of needed the long snapper, and that they were open. Uh, that that, that, that the special teams coordinator would have open competition uh, for the spot, and he confirmed that with me. So decided that was one of my best opportunities to go in there and win a job. I got you. That sounds good. And uh, it sounds like by them, I mean they. You said they'd reached out to you also, so you knew they were in the market. Yeah, yeah, we knew they were in the market along with a couple other teams. And whenever I got that call, my agent called me, and then. Shortly after that, their special teams coordinator called me and wanted to make it official. So that was that was, it was awesome, and it was a, a day I won't forget. 
Very nice. Ross Matizik is with us, uh, deep snapper for the Bears formerly, now uh, looking for a spot in the NFL with Jacksonville. You talked about doing some workouts back at home and around your family. What are the typical long snapper workouts like? Like, How do you perfect your, your craft while you're maybe at home working out like you are right now? Yeah, so uh, me and Drew Galis, he doesn't live too far from me. Me and him will link up a couple times a week and get some snapping in and just staying in shape because he's trying to make it as a punter still. And then um, just snapping uh, every other day usually and then running and getting a good lift in. Sam Tecklenburg drove up yesterday and met, met up with me and we got a workout in as well. Um, he gave me a call and told me he decided to play again. So yeah. that was um, mm-hmm. out of the blue, but he's like, hey, I know you. You and your brother are working out. Can I join you guys? And absolutely. So we started working out with him yesterday as well. But uh, it's just just snapping, being accurate, staying in shape, and you know making sure you're strong enough to to um, be able to block the guys rushing and keeping your weight up. So a lot of uh, home cooked eating too. Have you have you experienced the or, or do you realize maybe had the conversation with other folks about the fact that sometimes the long snapper gets overlooked until. Something goes bad, and then you realize, oh man, that guy's very, very valuable. We got to make sure that we have a good one in there. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. There's a there's a little saying I think John Morris has heard me say it before, but it's uh, everybody wants to be a long snapper six days of the week, you know. <laughs> but on that, on that seventh day is when you know you need to like a, a TCU or Iowa State, you need to get one in the field goal. Everyone wants to close their eyes and start praying, but uh, you know it's just on you to make the snap and hope the kicker makes the kick. Um, but the rest of the week is kind of chill, and you know we know that 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 comes to the position, but it's also high pressure. So you better make sure you have a good one for those big moments. Yeah, I mean they're all important. Uh, every kick is important, you know. But in the grand scheme of things, like you mentioned, uh, the game winner against Iowa State, that one that we played, the the uh, long field goal that tied the game and forced overtime against TCU. I mean, you were part of some really big plays in uh, this past season for Baylor. Yeah, John Mayer is, uh, is the man. You can put it that way. But, yeah, we had a lot of games. Texas Tech forcing that overtime. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had a couple big ones against Oklahoma in the championship game. Uh, we, we beat Rice by a field goal. We beat West Virginia by that that field goal we had. Um, and then Iowa State, TCU. I mean, they're all in there. Yeah. A lot of big plays that came off special teams this year. So, uh, you know, I would never ask you this during the season. I wouldn't want you to think about it. But in your mind, uh, did you finish your career perfect on snaps? Uh, I don't think anyone's ever perfect on snaps. Uh-huh. I think if I was saying I might have had a low one on that game winner. Um, but, you know, that's why I have a good holder and we practiced it with Skyler. Um, but I don't think – I mean, I, I had a mishap, I believe, 2017 against Texas. I put one kind of high that – kind of hit Connor's hands and rolled off him. But uh, I wouldn't say anyone finished perfect, but I definitely think that throughout my career, I definitely reached my potential towards my senior year. And uh, that's what I was working for, just getting better every year and taking one more step. And now I'll put myself in a position to, to, to make another step and go to the NFL. So that was my goal, and I was able to do that. It sounds pretty good that when you, you talk about, you know, having perfect snaps and, and being as, as uh, precise as possible, if you can go from 2019 and then the next one you think about is 2017, that means that you did pretty good in your career. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, that 2017 was a long year, too. But uh, but all those, uh, all those games paid off and, you know, went our way in 2019. So it was a very memorable season last year, for sure. 
does Jacksonville know uh, how good a linebacker you are? You think uh, you think you might get some snaps there? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I did have some teams call me and ask if I was willing to play linebacker and play on kickoff, but um, I'm sure that they they've done their research because they they really like my coverage ability and my speed and my athleticism. So I think that. You know, who knows? Maybe a couple linebackers go down. They need someone to fill in there. Um, you know, uh, Coach Bravo, Coach No, taught me well, so maybe I can jump in there and help the team out wherever, wherever they need it. Yeah, and Q and I were talking, you know, just to have that versatility, mm-hmm. you know, being able to do more than one thing, uh, that's got to help you when you're trying to earn a spot. Yeah, I think that was one of the, the bigger things that set me apart was, hey, this kid can't only snap or can't only block, but, you know, he can run on the field and make a play, and that's, that's something that I think soar a lot of the coaches on me and, you know, help, help give me this opportunity that I have now. How special was it to be, you know, part of this amazing class? I mean, 14 guys, four guys is drafted, but then 10 guys sign or agree to undraft a free agent contract. That's 14 Baylor Bears that have an opportunity to play in the NFL now. Yeah, I just, I mean, it's very special because, you know, everything we've gone through, there's no one more deserving than these guys. Um, with Coach Bryles bringing us in and then the transition, then going 1-11. Um, we, we, people don't really see all the adversity we went through, but you know we've been through a lot these past five years, and it's cool to see those guys that I came in with all get an opportunity to live their dreams out because you know, day in and day out for the last five years, I see these guys just bust their butts and, and work harder than anyone in the nation. And that's what we prided ourselves on, and having this opportunity now is just awesome to see all these guys live their dreams. And uh, you know, uh, as well as anybody, kind of the, the legacy of deep snappers at Baylor. I mean, we've had a really good line of deep snappers and some guys that have made uh, really nice careers for themselves in the NFL. Yeah, I've, uh, it's funny you say that. All uh, all those guys have reached out to me these past couple of days. Um, Justin Snow, he texted me the, the next morning afterwards, and he said, can you be an NFL athlete? Like, can you even dream that? Nice. It hasn't hit you yet, and I was like, honestly, not yet. We we go back and forth a lot, and then John Weeks has reached out to me, who's uh, who's in, he's in my division now, <laughs> and he goes, hey man, I hope to see you uh, twice a year. Keep working hard. So it's cool to hear from him, and then uh, of course Jimmy Landis reached out to me and told me he was proud of me and congratulated me. So it was just cool to hear from all those guys that have been there before me and you know been where I want to go and. Um, Exciting to hear from them, especially from them coming to Bay, from, coming from Baylor. What's the uh, what's the schedule? What do you hear from Jacksonville? I mean, do you know any any uh, timetable of when you might go there? What I've heard is May 18th. Um, they said they want to get me out there as fast as they can, but you know, with this Corona stuff, I don't know all the limitations. But uh, virtual rookie mini camp, <laughs> I don't think I've ever said it before, is uh, May 8th. So. Kind of excited to see how that's going to go and that whole process. Has this given you a new appreciation for uh, teleconferences and, and, and actually meeting in person with uh, with actually your teammates and coaches instead of having to do things by way of Zoom? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's, that's, the whole Zoom thing is kind of crazy, and uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know how it's going to work. I don't know. If, I, mean, I guess I think he mentioned it, having a Zoom meeting mm-hmm. um, to go over the stuff, but uh, I'm just, I'm just excited to get started. I know they're going to send. Uh, I talked to their person, their play personnel guy yesterday, and they're going to send an iPad with some film on it, and hopefully some gear down to me so I can start getting to work and uh, getting started with this process. 
Well, we're really happy for you. I think it's great, and you know we're pulling for you. So uh, good luck getting things going in the professional ranks. And I appreciate you visiting with us today, and uh, stay in touch, man. Uh, good luck to you. I appreciate it. It's always good to hear the voice of the Bears again. Um, <laughs> I didn't think I hear you say my name again, but it always sounds good off the tongue. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I appreciate y'all's call, and um, best of luck to y'all as well. That's great. Best to your family, and uh, appreciate it, Ross. Stay in touch, okay? Yes, sir. Will do. All right. Sounds good. Ross Matizik, deep snapper for the Bears, headed to Jacksonville uh, in the NFL. And Q sounds like they'd done their homework and they knew uh, what teams maybe would be in the market for a deep snapper. And uh, Jacksonville was one of those. And Jacksonville was thinking the same thing. And there's that uh, match between the two. Yeah. And I like how he pointed out that, uh, you know, he had saw that the, the guy that was the long snapper there last year had bounced around from Baltimore. And so basically he was there on a, on a basically sound like a one year deal or whatever. And so the competition, there was going to be an open competition so he kind of circled that as a, a potential landing spot you know you look at a, a team like Houston who obviously has weeks and has been there for a long time you know that that's that's pretty much out you know it's not it's not going to be Houston right. but you you look at the team and say okay well that's a that's a new guy that's a new guy or that guy has, has only been there a couple years and so I could see them kind of uh, working through the teams and seeing where the best uh, landing spots are and so it sounds like Jacksonville is a, a good spot and, and again like we mentioned early in the show it doesn't hurt that he has that versatility uh, to go out there on the field as a linebacker as well if they need somebody special teams wise to go to make tackles or whatever and that's that's a good thing that can only help his chances so uh, much you know much respect to him and uh, good luck to him I'll tell you what you know I can't count the number of times when Ross would would snap the ball maybe on a punt or or most likely on a punt and then he would run down the field and be part of the tackle Mm -hmm. on punt coverage so you know he can do that as well. He can move, and uh, that to me that seems like a plus also. It, it is, and that's all effort. That's all that is. I yeah. mean, you know, that's just want to, and, and that's I always respect the guys that just show that want to. That hey, I'm going to go and make this happen. I'm going to make this play. Uh, I'm going to get in on this tackle. I mean, there's there's some guys that could probably snap the ball and then just you know kind of go through the motions down the field and not really be aggressive. But uh, you know, obviously Ross is not that guy. He makes a snap and then boom, he's uh, he's headed down the field to try to locate the ball carrier. So that's that, again. Want to and effort. Uh, I always appreciate that. Really cool that he he told us he had heard from some of those guys we had mentioned, Justin Snow and Jimmy mm-hmm. Landis and uh, uh, Jonathan Weeks, who's still playing with the Texans. So really cool. I guess that uh, fraternity of deep snap Baylor deep snappers uh, fraternity reached out to him after he was uh, signed. Right, exactly. So uh, again, I mean, it sounds like a, he has a really good opportunity, and it's uh, you know deep snapping is not something that everyone can do. I mean, it, it really it, it's a it's an art to it. You know, it really is. And, and again, you don't really want to be the guy where everybody knows your name because that usually means that they're saying something bad about you but at the same time uh if the, as soon as you find a good spot and they realize that you're a really good one they'll hold on to you for a long time yep all right so great to visit with uh ross matisic uh deep snapper uh formerly with baylor now headed to jacksonville and sounds like he's landed in a good spot there a rookie virtual mini camp beginning on May 8th. So uh, good luck to Ross as he begins his professional career. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, back with more in just a moment. Q, I want to let you know a couple of folks uh, I heard from separately yesterday both mentioned uh, they enjoy listening to us in the mornings. So we appreciate that. Uh, one of them is Chris Istry. Chris uh, has an office uh, that is kind of catty-cornered across the hall from me uh, there at the Simpson building, but obviously uh, he's not in the office. Well, I don't know. He may be there, but 
I'm not there much, and so Chris and I haven't seen each other, so we're both working remotely, but he said he uh, tunes in and uh, listens as much as he can here in the 9 a.m. hour, and uh, Chris said he laughed at the story uh, we told one day when I was sitting here in the front room and and watching our uh, waste management engineers uh, come by and figured out that I'd been putting the garbage can in the wrong place for 19 years. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we're in a cul-de-sac, and I just kind of put it at the end of the driveway, but the uh, the uh, garbage trucks that come by, they've got the arm that reaches out, you know, and picks it up and dumps it and sets it back down. Well, it has to be, you know, kind of running perpendicular to the street, you know, for that arm to work, and that didn't work in a cul-de-sac. So the guy had to jump out of the truck, move the can in position, and then lift it up and in and then put it back. And I thought, man, what a doofus I've been for this long. And so I, now I roll the uh, garbage can up the street. So it's, you know, on a straightway part of uh, Stone Ridge Drive here. So that's one of the things I've learned uh, during the uh, <laughs> sheltering in, working from home, is watching them uh, pick up that garbage uh, can out front. Well, I learned real quickly that I was putting mine in the wrong spot because the garbage man yelled at me. So at least your guy, <laughs> at least your guy wasn't your guy wasn't as angry and hostile as mine was. Mine, nope, nope. mine was kind of angry. So. Our, our guy, no, nope, he he didn't go to that extent, and uh, I don't know what he was thinking or saying under his breath, but he never said anything. Well, to it me. went nineteen years, so I think you're okay. Now, I, know, I know. Mine didn't go nineteen days. Oh <laughs> so. man, really? He was going to make that? Uh, yeah, he was on me. Correction, that's yeah, great. buddy. So Chris mentioned that, and Chris, appreciate you, and uh, can't wait till we see each other again. And then Michelle McCollum uh, texted me. She actually uh, said she listens every morning and texted me a couple birthdays she wanted to add nice. to our list. The first one of those, uh, both of them are coming up this week, and the first one is tomorrow. So appreciate uh, Michelle tuning in and listening. So always uh, great to hear from those folks and appreciate everybody that is tuned in and listening every morning or whenever you can uh the other side of that was at the uh, party yesterday i keep saying party the uh, parade for truett uh where one of our coaches wives said I'm not in the car anymore. I don't get to listen to you at night. <laughs> <And> yeah. <laughs> like that's the only time, you know, or that's the only right. place they could listen. That's, that's be... the routine. That's the yeah, routine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but she thought about it, uh, just not enough to go find a radio or uh, tune in on her phone or anything. Right. But uh, great to hear from, from those folks, and we appreciate everybody that tunes in. Let's take a break. We'll be back, wrap things up, look ahead, give you some birthdays for today. And we've got several of those to mention to you. Stay with us. John Morris Show brought to you by Marineland Boating Center. They're at I-35 and Loop 340 South, right there at the bend of Loop 340. They're on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. They've got a great... Uh, uh, system in place to handle things safely, uh, remotely, as much as you would like. You can uh, look online at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com, or you can give them a call or send them an email. They'll meet you outside in the yard and then uh, take care of all the paperwork remotely and deliver whatever you purchase to you. So uh, keep it in mind, they've got a great plan in place there. Phone number is 254 662 
uh, 254-662-0676. Again, on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Maybe this warmer weather has you uh, thinking about getting out on the lakes and uh, you need a new boat or pontoon to get out there for that. Well, check it out. Everything they have to offer. Marineland Boating Center, making memories since 1983. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. It is Coach Gene Stallings joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Clark Roofing, the one to call for home or business roofing jobs. Check them out at ClarkRoofingTX.com. Former Baylor nose tackle and now Carolina Panther, Bravion Roy, joined the Matt Mosley Show on Monday to talk about the whole draft process and what it's like to have the opportunity to play for his former head coach, Matt Rule. Man, it's the best. It's just knowing those guys and knowing their background. It's knowing what they're about and what they want to achieve. We all have the same common goals. On the other hand, they're my guys. Like, I build a relationship with them like no and definitely Coach Rule, Frank, Survivo, Coach Snow, and all those guys. They're just my guys. They all called me one by one, just congratulate me. It's just a blessing, man. It's going to be fun. Make sure to tune in to Unnecessary Roughness with Ward Weiss and me at 1230 as we talk all things Cowboys with Patrick Walker from CBS Sports. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. The John Morris Show, proudly presented by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Back with this final segment, John Morris Show on this Tuesday morning. John Morris and Q on, uh, I think some people are uh, calling this uh, hashtag Takeout Tuesday. Uh, is that has that become a thing? And I'm just now catching on. Is every Tuesday Q now Takeout Tuesday? I have no idea. There's been so okay. many different names for Tuesday, and you know, <laughs> yeah. Taco Tuesday, Takeout yeah. Tuesday. I mean, there's a whole lot of different names. So I, I, I'm way behind. I'm like you. It's okay. Yeah. So uh, somebody has tabbed this uh, Takeout Tuesday. So uh, that's great. I'm all for that. Supporting our local businesses, local uh, local restaurants, and things like that. A lot of people are doing takeout. A lot of people are making it possible. Uh, you know, kind of readjusting uh, their business model to allow for drive-throughs and uh, and delivery. A lot of people doing free delivery these days, and then takeout. Uh, like we've talked about, the Baylor Club. They continue. If you're a member of the Baylor Club, they've got uh, I think four different menu items that. You you can choose from each week and they rotate and you just, uh, uh, you know, make your order, uh, do that online. You drive up and they put it in your car uh, and make it real simple. A lot of folks, you know, are doing that. Uh, Beth Tobin uh, sent me a note about Bestie Yet Catering. They are doing the same thing. So check that out. That's an option. And our uh, good friend uh, Joe Blanick at Blanick's Custom Catering, Big Daddy, they're still doing what they're doing is they're, they're packaging in individual meals and then I think it's every day they are uh, out from four to six they're at the Shipley's in Woodway and from four to six they're there you just drive by and tell them what you'd like and everything is prepackaged and ready to go and uh, they, they hand it to you and off you go so really innovative by Joe you know who does a lot of his business is caterings 
And, you know, obviously there's no caterings going on right now, or very few, I guess. So, uh, you know, he has uh, been innovative, and uh, that's what Big Daddy uh, Blanick's Custom Catering is doing. He also says Friday is First Friday Fish Day. Nice. So uh, every Friday they're going to do a uh, on-location uh, fish fry, and their location, again, is the Shipley's in Woodway. It's from 5 to 7 on Friday, the first Friday of every month. So that's a pretty cool option. I that's may, uh, that's yeah. a great option. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I love me some fish. And uh, Friday, I do, too. Friday is the first Friday right of the month because it's the first of yes. the month. So does that mean that I have a date with, uh, with, with that right there? With Big Daddy. That's right. Sounds that's like right. it. All right, so here's the number. Uh, if you want to pre-order, 254-424-8580. 254-424-8580. That's a way to pre-order with uh, Blanick's Custom Catering. And uh, and then the first Friday fish day is coming up on Friday. So that's a cool deal. And, again, he's set up at the uh, uh, Shipley's in Woodway uh, daily from 4 to 6. The fish fry will be from 5 to 7 on friday so just a few that we <laughs> wanted to mention there and there are so many more and i hate to start mentioning places because i leave some out uh our good friends at rudy's uh you know they are set up and you can do a drive through there or you can uh call in or email your order you drive right up to the front door and they'll bring it out to you so they're they're set up to do that as well so again a lot of places uh, doing a really good job adjusting on the fly and uh, making drive-through or curbside pickup or even delivery available to their customers. I'm excited. Takeout take <laughs> Tuesday is the day uh, today, so maybe consider one of those today. Q, what do you guys have uh, coming up between noon and 3 today? Well, at 1230, we'll be talking all things Cowboys with uh, Patrick Walker from CBS Sports, and we're supposed to, we're anticipating talking to Sam Tecklenburg uh, at right. 1.30 uh, about his opportunity with the Carolina Panthers and, you know, a guy that retired at the 2019 season and then uh, decided to come back and, and give it an opportunity. He has an opportunity to do that with the Panthers and, and Coach Rule and company, so I'm anticipating Anticipating him at 130 is still kind of TBD, but uh, I think it's going to happen. And then uh, Bryce Cherry from the Waco Trib, he's going to talk to us at 230. Just really talk to us about all, all the Baylor players that uh, are getting their opportunity in the league and, you know, just kind of what that means for Baylor and, and what his thoughts are from uh, from his point of view. So we'll have Bryce Cherry at 230 to, to break that down as well. Nice. Very good. So all that coming up uh, today, that's noon to three on Unnecessary Roughness. Matt Mosley and Stephen uh, Simcox on the Matt Mosley Show follows at 3 to 6 this afternoon. A couple of birthdays to mention before we get out of here uh, today. Uh, Stephen Harper's birthday is today. Uh, Stephen is Craig and Paula Harper's son, lives up in Denton or Argyle, somewhere up there uh, is where Stephen is. I think he's in Argyle now. So happy birthday to uh, to Stephen Harper today. Uh, Rod Duffy is a former Baylor uh, defensive lineman. Happy birthday to Rod. Uh, who else is on the list? Dan Marlin, former Baylor football player. Today's Dan's birthday. And uh, Philip Cummings' birthday is today. Philip's big Baylor fan in all sports, and I see him at a lot of events. Uh, Q, do you know Philip? He's at he's at softball a lot. I think so. You would know him if you saw yeah, him. Exactly. You. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. that's who I am. I'm that guy that knows everyone by, right. by sight. <laughs> no, you would know him if you saw him because I guarantee you 
Y'all have crossed paths at Getterman Stadium. So happy birthday to him. Uh, Spencer Roth, former Baylor punter, today is his birthday. Happy birthday to Spencer. And Aaron Tebow works in Baylor uh, Student-Athlete Academic Services, one of the superstars there in that area. Uh, today is Tebow's birthday, so happy birthday to him. And that is our list for today, birthday-wise. And uh, hope all of you, uh, if I missed you, I apologize. Hope all of you all have a great birthday. All right, we're going to pack up and move out of here. Appreciate Ross Matizik being on with us this morning. Great to visit with him. Lord willing, we'll be back on the air tomorrow morning at 9. Q and Ward and Stephen are here at noon. Matt Mosley and Stephen at 3. So we appreciate you tuning in. Q, have a great day, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Absolutely. Talk to you tomorrow. All right, thanks very much. Everybody have a great, safe, sheltered, in, socially distant day. And we'll talk to you tomorrow here on ESPN Central Texas. Are you going to keep coming in? I guess it depends on your life.